Welcome to Bonjour Bitch. My name is Charlotte and I'm many things, but most importantly for this podcast, I am multicultural and sometimes a bitch. We're going to talk about everything from relationships to daily life, all from a multicultural point of view. Each week, I'll be accompanied by the most amazing guests to delve further into topics that really affect us all. You'd better get ready for it, bitches. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this week's Bonjour Bitch. And this week, it is our first week with a couple as our guests. So we have the lovely Lily and Owen Pennington. Lily is a model and actress. Owen is a filmmaker, a musician, and we will be discussing communication skills. Hi, guys. Hello. Howdy, howdy, how's it going? Good, how are you? Good, good. Awesome. So let's get started. And can you both tell me a bit about where your families originate from and where you grew up? So I was born and grew up in China, in Shanghai, but both my parents are Polish. My dad um, and my parents moved there because of my dad's work. And I was born there, lived there till I was six. When I was six, we went back to Poland. And when I was 12... We uh, went back to China, to Shanghai, and I stayed there till I was 21, and that's when I moved back, moved here to London. And Owen? Um, I, as you can probably tell by the accent, I grew up in New Zealand, but I wasn't born there, so my wife likes to call me a plastic Kiwi. Um, <laughs> I was um, about four when we moved over from just outside London to um, uh, New Zealand, and I grew up there, went to school, went to university there, and then uh, came up to London yeah to to do some work up here and yeah that's where we sort of uh met in london actually yeah mm-hmm. lily and i amazing and how did you meet i'll start sure and so i'll jump in with we, uh, fairy dust yes we <laughs> met in chiswick at a pub that used to be called barley mo mm-hmm. but it's called the lamb mm-hmm. um so it was a pub uh, that was just around the corner from my drama school art said and um, me and my friends used to go there every weekend and on Fridays and Owen was playing music. So uh, me and my old um, uh, duo partner, we were just playing some acoustic tunes there on Friday and Saturday night for all the cool kids. And then we, Lily and I were introduced through some mutual friends, but I had a, a girlfriend at the time. So obviously we were just sort of introduced as friends and that's it. Uh, and then Lily... We stayed in touch. Yeah, yeah we stayed in touch because yeah, she was super cool. She's cool. <laughs> uh, pretty cool. And then um, Lily and I... Uh, um, Lily came and helped work on a short film that I was directing um, because she wanted to learn a little bit more about um, you know the behind the scenes process of making mm-hmm. films for her as an actor. Um, and then I guess we just kind of stayed in touch over that time. Obviously, the girlfriend that I had, um, we'd broken up. Yeah, we stayed in touch. I mean, in the meantime, I also moved back to Poland for a few months. Yeah, um, your career we was still, kicking off over there. Yeah, we were still in touch and you were just coming over to visit me and I was, you know, visiting you, visiting my friends here. And then kind and at of... At one point we decided... Damn. <laughs> to make <it> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's it. And how long ago is that now? Oh, good. Eight years ago? Yeah, eight years. Yeah, like that. eight years ago. That was controversial. That wasn't on the list. <laughs> See? <laughs> Try and trip me up, damn it. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I actually don't know. Like, yeah, neither when, do when I. Did we, yeah, I, I think know. it was 2012, wasn't it? I really don't know. Yeah, thereabouts. Thereabouts, know. yeah. yeah. What initially drew you to one another? Um, people on the podcast can't see it, but <laughs> Lily is like quite ludicrously attractive. Um, so I guess that would be initially what attracted me to her. Yeah. 
same, you know, same for you. Oh, I was just attracted, oh <laughs> look-wise. <laughs> I don't know, oh, that's, you know that's very kind. if there's yeah. anything more. <laughs> yeah, 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 and there isn't, and to this day. <laughs> to this day, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, but uh, past the obvious um, ludicrous attraction that Lily um, holds, I think the, uh, the main thing I was really blown away by was if you look at Lily, you would imagine that she would be much less kind and much less um, family orientated and much less all these wonderful characteristics that she actually does hold so I feel like yeah I'll keep it. <laughs> <laughs> um, because she's so attractive I yeah so what really struck me about her was that she was kind she was nice she was down to earth she was approachable um, and she was interested and she gave uh, her time freely to help out a, um, a passion project and I was just blown away by that and that's what initially attracted me to her and with you, it was just the good looks. And that's it. <laughs> I was going to say, do you have anything <laughs> to add? No. No. Um, Boring. Yeah. No. I mean, obviously, um, I just found you very attractive. And then I realized how lovely you are. But also, you were just interesting. You had different interests. You were doing music. You were doing film. You, you wanted, you know, to achieve a lot. And um, You've I done just nothing and then you're handsome. <laughs> <laughs> I just found you so, like, interesting. Huh. Thank you very much. And you, and then obviously I met your family, and you know, they were just lovely. And I see how you were with them. Yeah, so you know, everything fell into place. Is that good? Happy I'm with blushing. That? That. I love that you're asking. Is that good? <laughs> Do you want me to add anything else? <laughs> we can cut this, you know, and just. <laughs> so obviously, you come from different cultures and different backgrounds, and even different multicultural backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Um, how does that make you have different communication styles, for example? Oh, can I feel this one? Yeah, go on. So, obviously, people who come from uh, Western culture, um, we're quite verbose. We use a lot of words when when one or two will do, because I feel like a lot of the communication isn't actually in the words; it's the placement of words. There's a lot of rules that English people just take for granted, like you'd never call someone up and ask to borrow something without asking how they are, yeah, and going around the houses for 15 minutes and then going, "Oh yeah, by the way, just mm, can I borrow this thing?" Whereas with the culture that Lily's comes from, um, if you need something from someone, you, you just, just ask them. That's it. You don't go like, oh, hi, how's your weekend? You know, I hope you're okay. Oh, by the way, would you mind if I borrowed this and that, you know? You just message them being like, hey, can I just borrow this from you? Pretty intensely, yeah. So when Lily and I first started, like, we were obviously friends and stuff. So I wanted to ask her on a kind of date. And I sort of went around the houses as one does, you know, if you're a guy asking a girl, hey, um, obviously it's come to a bit out of left field and uh, I'm just wondering and you don't have to if you don't want to and all these other sort of like, um, you know, clauses. Would you want to go and uh, come see like Wicked, which is just up the road here? And um, uh, Lily's answer back was like, yes. And, I'm like, and I just, I went mad with the tech. I was just reading it, showing it to all my friends. I was showing it to everyone. I was like, what does she mean? Yes, you don't have to. No one's got a gun to your head. Like, what's that? What is just one, no emoji, no smile, no nothing, just the word yes. But to me, I'm like, how much clearer can I be? You know, I'm saying yes. Like a laser beam. It was very clear, but soulless. Um, so... I had to temper my offense to bluntness and Lily's had to learn to add (laughs) the, yeah, the social lubricant. I do think it is a thing that with British people, because I think I'm a sort of in-between Britishness and Frenchness, because French people are quite straight to the point as well. Sure, sure, sure. And I remember always my dad complaining about the amount of times my mum would just go round and round and round and round the subject. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
And my dad was always like, you're just using up time for the sake of using up time. Just what do you want? Like, just get straight to the point. Why are we using up so much additional time? I do. Yeah, I do see that as a valuable point. But at the same time, what I think is being looked over there is that there's a load of subtext and there's Mm. a load of information being packed in. And there's a load of pecking order stuff. There's a load of social hierarchy stuff that's being packed into the way we talk to each other and the way we ask questions and favors and stuff like that so i see the point of being direct but i'd be a bit annoyed if someone who uh, i hadn't spoken to in a really long time just texts me and goes can i borrow your camera I'd be like, how are you mate i'm good <laughs> yeah no yeah. definitely yeah. and i think i noticed it the most the value of this sort of it's, it's as if fluff. it's politeness yeah. yeah it's as if it's polite fluff mm. when I was started working after uni mm-hmm. and I was very direct in all of my email communication sure and I got picked up on it a couple of times by people saying yeah. maybe you just want to ask people if they had a nice weekend yeah yeah, yeah. I had to maybe you yeah. have to just you know maybe just ask them a couple of questions before getting down to the Mm, nitty gritty, especially mm -hmm. if you're asking people for something. Exactly that, yeah. If you're telling them to do something, it's slightly different. Mm. But if you're asking them for something for you or for work or et cetera, maybe just button them up a little bit, make them feel valued, and then go in for the kill. That's it. Um, (laughs) Because what you're actually doing there, that preparatory sentence that you're putting out, that's showing reverence. You're showing respect. Yeah. It's literally just a little... You know, you know, a tip of the cap. They're having the good weekend. They're not going to really answer that back. It's not required, but it's just going. I respect you. Then can I? Yeah, half of the people yeah. don't even answer. Some people do. Oh yeah, I had a great weekend. Yeah, yeah like we went, went this, did this, this. this. <laughs> You're like, okay, thanks. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. So, Lily, how do you feel about the fact that Owen doesn't yet speak Polish? All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's he really, speaks, really difficult. He speaks a little bit. I think you understand way more than you can... Than I'll ever tell. Than you can, yeah, um, say. It doesn't bother me that much. I mean, I know we've been fighting about this a lot <laughs> because Owen oh, actually wants to learn Polish and he's really mad with me that I'm, I don't teach him. But I just find it... Tedious. Yeah. And, you know, obviously, you know, we're together. So he's my partner. I just want to communicate with him quickly. And every time, you know, if I use Polish instead of English, I would just have to use both because obviously he doesn't know, Mm. you know, the vocabulary and it would just take such a long time. So I said to you, you know, take, go take some classes and you did Mm. before we got married. Um, Um, But then uh, after we were married, I didn't have to impress your parents (laughs) so much. So the classes probably stopped. No, no. Um, Yeah, it is an incredibly difficult language, I think anyway, yeah to speak particularly I don't really find it that difficult to understand once you've learned the words but to speak them to yeah so the sentences are quite difficult as well the way that you guys conjugate things yeah, is quite tough yeah it's very difficult we have a lot of cases yeah. and stuff but yeah I can understand if Lily and her mum are talking about me and that's really all that I need for now <laughs> yeah it. and my parents you know can speak to him in English so I think her, her, her mother just pretty much stopped speaking to me in English over oh, yeah, she speaks Polish. She yeah. just speaks Polish. But she can speak English. You know of course, I mean? like, yeah, we she can speaks all English communicate well. without yeah, yeah. you actually necessarily needing to speak course, Polish. Yeah. So, so I think, think it's one of those things that it is a goal. I will get there. I will learn to, to speak the language. But yeah, at the moment, it's pretty tough. Pretty tough for us to do that. By personal experience, I totally understand where you're coming from. Mm. So I remember when Antonio moved to the UK, mm. 
he was kept insisting, you need to speak to me in English, you need mm. to speak to me in English. His level of English was absolute shit. Um, <laughs> Savage. And, Savage. Oh, he knows it. But he came here, he was like, oh, I have a B-level English. I know how to speak English. I was like, yeah, fuck that shit. You'll realize yeah, when you get here. Exactly. Got here and he was like, I don't understand what anybody says. No one says. saying, no one talks like, mm. oh, how do you do? And yeah. But even he was like, I understand it on TV, not here. And I was like, yeah, welcome to the real world. Yeah. And we started initially, but it was just so tedious because yeah. we weren't on an equal level. Mm. I was very much a sort of teacher-student level. And yeah. anything he'd say, I'd correct him. Yeah. And it just it Bleeds into your healthy. relationship as well. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it just was not healthy. So then we reverted back to Spanish, um, which is great because I get to practice my Spanish daily. <laughs> That's your Spanish. Oh, it's very good. <laughs> Amazing. It's yeah. very, very good. Yeah. Um, I'll ask Antonio the same question. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he's the first to say it. He's the first to admit it. But he basically learnt his English mm. from going out there and doing it. And mm. the French that he's learnt, because I really do want him to learn French, mm. is from hearing us at home speaking French with our dad, mm. etc. And when he gets a bit more confident, when mm. we were in France, he sort of goes out and tries. Yeah, and he good. did have a few French lessons. Mm -hmm. But I think until we have children and he feels left out, mm. he won't. There's no real boom. That's what we, we were thinking, yeah. We said that the best way for you to learn language would be just go back there for a few months. Or, you know, when we have kids, I would definitely speak um, in Polish to them. And, and then you they'll be at catch... my level and I'll yeah, just learn alongside them. Yeah, level. Yeah. And I but think... You, um, Charlotte, you're a polyglot, you'd yeah. say that. Yeah, yeah. Lily also does three languages. I don't know where the polyglot line is. But I think, I mean, obviously Lily's Mandarin. She said she's lost quite a lot of it from yeah. when she was a kid. Um, but when we go back there, she's she's pretty good. She can f facilitate um, most things. She's shaking her head, but she can. Um, <laughs> but when we, um, but when I uh, think about that, I feel like once you have the knack of one language, although there would be some vocabulary confusion between them, I feel like your brain could be more prepared to learn further languages. How would you How would you respond to that? I think. I have never known what it is to be like to only speak one language. Imagine. I've, I, I just don't, <laughs> I can't understand it. So yeah. when Antonio would say to me about English, mm. it's just too hard mm. because I have to translate everything in my head. Mm. I was just like, well, that's bullshit. You don't need to translate. Mm. And I think it took me until I was in my mid-teens mm. to realize Hang on a second. I'm actually very, very lucky. Yeah. I've never had to think of translating a language yeah. in my head. I've never had to think, oh, what language am I thinking in? What language mm. am I dream counting? Whatever. Mm. Mm. I can very easily switch from English to French. It's just natural. It's innate. See, that's really interesting to be able to do that switching because that's incredibly cerebrally taxing. But that's the really thing difficult is, to do. when I learned then Spanish... Mm. It came very easily. I never felt... Yes, initially I had to think a little bit more mm. about the sentences I want to build, mm. but I never, ever built them from a translation point of view. Mm -hmm. I always built them as these a are the new, vocabulary, yeah. this, is, this is the structure that I need to give to it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The only one that I might have done that with slightly was when I learned Italian, mm -hmm. because initially I sort of took bits of French, bits of Spanish mm. and... Because they're all romantic. Made it all sound Italian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't and, just, you know. No, and then the I got on with it, and then I lived there for a year and mm. sort of picked it up. Yeah. 
And it's the one language I don't practice as much now. Mm. But as soon as I'm there for two, three days, it comes back. Yeah. And all the vocabulary that I maybe don't use as much, mm -hmm. it just comes back. Or I ask people, I'm like, oh, true, it's that word. Yeah. But How much vocabulary similarity is there between, say, Italian, Spanish, this and podcast French? Podcast is just, <laughs> no, he, just he, asking. He, I love he asking questions. questions. <laughs> I just find it so it's interesting. Nice. It's, it's interesting. so interesting. <laughs> so, like, for example, I don't know, a lot of the words that we would use in English are borrowed from French. And then, um, yeah. well, we have a load of vocabulary in, in yeah. English is, is borrowed from French but then in French and Italian and Spanish because they're all the romantics is there uh, any similarity across them in terms of a vocabulary lot. but just little changes in accent and so Italian and French have the same sounds uh -huh. so they have the Z's they have the same sort of sonorities which I don't know why I have a Spanish accent when I speak Italian um, I've been told by every Italian person that I know Did you learn Spanish first. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so yeah, I maybe. did that, which I don't know why I didn't take French accent would have been better. <laughs> it's fine. Um, but the vocabulary is quite similar. Mm. The construction is Latin. So mm. it's the same for all of them. Yeah. Um, the only thing is that Spanish has a lot of Arabic words. Oh, wow. And the ch sounds mm -hmm. and the r mm -hmm. and all of those sounds are quite different. Yeah, I think sure. the, the one difference with French and Italian, for example, is that ch in Italian is k, mm -hmm. whereas in French it's sh. Sure. Mm -hmm. So you sort of have to chop it around. Yeah. Um, and then the other biggest difference is in Spanish, whatever you read, you pronounce. So if a letter is there, you say it. Yeah, whereas in French, they're in like, French, letters are for writing, not for speaking. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Half of the letters are, oh, that's a silent yes, S and that's a silent N. That's and a that's silent a, word. Exactly. The whole word silent. Yeah. But, yeah. but that's like the biggest difference. Sure. But that's why I understand that, you know, for Antonio to learn French mm. is super, super hard, I think, to go from Spanish to French. Mm -hmm. Because he literally, when he'll read a French text, he'll understand it. But when he reads it aloud, mm -hmm. he pronounces every single letter that mm. is on the page. Sure. So it just sounds like absolute it's nonsense. Mm. But he'll understand it because sure. he knows that that is how he's perceived the word from somewhere else. Of course. Um, but mm. yeah, when we have children, I'll be speaking in French to them. So yeah, he needs good. to get on board. On. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I had one more question for you, Charlotte. It was around yeah. communication. Because yourself and your husband can speak multiple languages, well done, you guys. Yeah. When you speak together in English, where you have the upper hand, for example, yeah. and then when you speak together in his native tongue, where maybe you don't have the upper hand, do you find the types of communication and conversations that you have are different in those languages? Oh, that's really interesting. The only times we speak in English is when we're with other people. So you argue in Spanish? Yes. Of course. It'd be, if I could speak Spanish, I'd argue it's Spanish. That'd be the <laughs> best language to argue. It's, it's much more potent. Mm. And, but it's like when I swear, I swear in French. Mm -hmm. I find that, you know, putain de merde sounds a lot like aggressive than oh fucking hell. Like it's mm -hmm. just a bit more, mm, it's got more oomph about more it. More spice. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if there's a level of communication that is different. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that maybe maybe I am slightly more condescending when we speak in English. Mm. I would ever have thought so that slightly. might be a transactional analysis difference. Yeah, like ever so heightened. slightly because I think, because I know he's able to speak properly and he's able, mm. because he's an intelligent, educated person, mm -hmm. I 
won't accept anything less than the best. Sure. So I will always, I still correct him nowadays. Yeah, sure. Whereas in, whereas in Spanish, you don't have that dynamic of you correcting no, him. No, so, and yeah. he never corrects me. Okay. Not that I don't need it. Mm. I do. Sometimes I realize it myself. Mm. But Interesting. he much prefers to let the communication flow. Mm -hmm. But at home, we always speak Spanish. Always. There's no, except with the dogs. The dogs, we, we speak French. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. But, and that is how Antonio picked up his first words of French. Really? Just and, listening but to But it's yeah. just, I wouldn't feel comfortable having a conversation with him in English when it's just the two of us. Mm -hmm. But it's got to the point now where I am comfortable speaking with him in English as soon as my parents are around or my sister or friends and family, mm -hmm. just anybody else, because obviously that's the way we yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, that's actually a really interesting question. I've never mm. thought about that. Right, I'll get back to asking questions now. Cool, sorry. <laughs> Don't worry. Did you ever experience a cultural learning curve when you first began dating? Yeah, I think it was a little difficult for uh, Lily to sometimes find the depth of complexity in constructing a sentence about something that was a little bit more to do with a more complex feeling. I feel like sometimes it was more difficult for her. And I do remember you at the start of our relationship saying, oh God, I wish I could just explain this in Polish. Mm -hmm. Whereas, yeah, I felt like, uh, although your English is, is perfect, it's fluent, I felt like constructing very complex things about relationships, yeah, trust yeah, and all yeah. the yeah, course, things was yeah. more difficult for you yeah. at the um, start. I think we, we always spoke English, so I think it would be only one way just for me. Mm. Yeah, because the culture is, yeah. she's come to my culture. Yeah. And I kind of get the culture anyway because, you know, I lived here for a while. Did you, prior to Owen, date in English or had you only ever dated in Polish or in Mandarin? I uh, dated in uh, mostly in English because I grew up in China, but I went to American school. So the guys that were saying, you know, they all spoke English and that's the language that we used. But I can't say that any of this relationship were deep relationship you know or it was just a high school romance or you know there were just like I don't know six or you know eight months or something like that I thought so, you were going to say six or eight boys at the time <laughs> I was like, busy lady <laughs> so it wasn't until you know obviously I met Owen that I think you push yourself and you're when you want to make things work you you know you'll you'll change the way you think and you change the way you talk and you're like, you look at yourself and you're like, oh my gosh, I need to change my ways. But I think until you meet that person, you're kind of like, oh, I don't have time for that. Bye, next. <laughs> I think as well, culturally speaking, I think Lily and I were genuinely struck by us having such like different and varied backgrounds. And yet just how much it's we had in common. Similar, it was yeah. so, 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 so Especially interesting. Especially when we talk about our childhood, mm. that, I don't know, like you're, you had to be in bed by eight or, you know, you weren't allowed to do this and that. And it's just strange because obviously he grew up so far away from me. Mm. And in a totally different world. Totally and yet the tricks that we'd use to no, stay up later. By our parents yeah. were exactly the same or yeah. tricks used by us or, yeah, yeah were so exactly the same. I think the... The commonality of growing up it just like it transcends the boundary of culture. I think. I think everybody has a very similar experience, more similar than dissimilar. I think. Yeah. Hmm. How did you find that moving in together impacted your communication? Oh. You know what? I 
I don't know, maybe you have different feeling about this, but I feel like moving in was just such an easy mm. step for us. And I know a lot of people are always scared to move in with a partner, understandably, but I never had that. And once we moved in, it was just... I'm still waiting for our relationship to get like difficult. It's been an yeah, absolute like, breeze from the start to finish. Literally, yeah. like I, I can't see us. We, I mean, of course we argue, but I think... We don't have like massive arguments. No, we, it's we don't. Yeah, communicate in that and, way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, stupid things. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. I, I, in terms of moving in with one another, I just really couldn't be happier in terms of the yeah. way that we communicate because we're conscious of each other. We know each other. You know. I think that's what it is. Yeah, mm. we we conscious of each other's feelings, and if you know, if you say, "Oh, that that was a bit hurtful," what you mm. said. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it took th- time. Obviously, at the beginning, mm. I would just roll my eyes and be like, "Oh my god, you're so mm. sensitive." But teething problems. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah but yeah. you know, later on, when you think about it, you're just like, mm. "Oh, actually, the other person has feelings, and it is important to make them feel good about themselves rather than then try and yeah, just win the argument." But Lily and I also um, argue very differently, and that you know, I grew up in quite a large family. So if you don't stand up and shout, you're not heard. Um, whereas Lily didn't grow up in that sort of environment. So in an argument, you know, it's my nature to just try and win, you know, irrespective of whether or not that's the good thing for, for us. And I sometimes feel like that could have been a bit uh, much for Lily, just having a, a quick shouting match. And so, again, the language comes into... Of course, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like what we what we had to learn about each other was that actually just to slow down and take a point each and then we're actually getting communication done as opposed to someone winning an argument for the sake of winning an yeah. argument. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is no one wins in that case. I think you're much better at it, actually. I've gotten much better. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you you are just in general much better about allowing the time and... And just listening to you as opposed to, to just trying to yeah. win, win yeah. through yeah. Yeah, nonsense. I feel like I'm in a counselling session. Yeah, it's good. Well, that's that's it. Yeah. So I'm going to give you homework for next week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just try and really listen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Owen's homework for next week can be try and purposely lose a fight. Yeah, exactly. See how that feels. Yeah. Do you feel do that it. your differences from a communication and cultural standpoint complement each other? Yeah, I think so because we have. I think it's a good thing that we deal with things differently, of you know, course, yeah, because yeah. if we were exactly the same per- person and we argued mm. the same way and we thought about everything the same way, it's just, we would be homogenous and it would be boring. And would be boring I also feel yeah. like, um, uh, Lily's a lot more risk adverse than I am and I'm a bit more of a uh, maverick, but in that way, you know, we do take risks, but Lily checks that and makes sure they're calculated risks. Yeah, I worry all the time about everything, which is which I hate about myself, but I just can't help it. Mm. Whereas and Owen taught me to be a bit more like, don't worry about it. Don't It'll worry be all about fine. every single bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, sometimes previously I might have taken uh, a more unnecessary risk, and Lily's taught me to just, just think things through a little bit better. And I think that that's been really good. And I don't know whether that's culturally associated or whether or not that's just her upbringing. I think up, upbringing, I think, yeah. What has marriage taught you in particular about communications? That is the most important thing. That's everything, yeah. Yeah. Communication is what marriage is, yeah, in our I opinion. Yeah. You. I think that if you, for a second, take the communication part for granted and start assuming that the person knows what you're thinking and stuff, that's when you can run into trouble takes two seconds just to check in with your partner and see how they're doing and how they're feeling about something and then that's everything and that means you care as well of course, I mean, the yeah, moment yeah. you stop 
asking questions and you mm. don't care then Lily and I spend a, like an inordinate amount of time together we spend much more time together than a uh, normal, normal couple and actually the only communication and fights we have is when we've been apart <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for a period of yeah. time and then we get back together and so weird. like if Lily goes away she goes and sees her family quite we often can be in Poland together 24/7 and be no no and fighting yeah. and then if Lily goes away for a period of time or I think I just work, yeah, yeah if I go away for filming or whatever I think when we get back we've just got our own ways yeah. and then you, mm-hmm. there's the uh, you're just, you're just settled, like, oh. settled in the house and then somebody comes in and you're just yeah. like, oh. <laughs> like the mud doesn't all. go there yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and if you could give our listeners in a similar situation a piece of advice on this topic what would it be I, t- I think that people assume that cultural difference is going to explain a lot of a person's personality. If you look at the complete jumbled mess that Lily and I's upbringing was in terms of being here, there, everywhere, Lily was back and forth between Poland and Asia, um, and I was, you know, started in England, went back to New Zealand, then oh, sorry, went to New Zealand, went, came back to England. It really is the person, not the culture, that you marry, and I feel like. Uh, if they're right for you, then it doesn't matter where they come from, really. But I also think if they're different from a different culture, you can learn. It's like mm. traveling almost, you know, mm. you just like you taught me how to, you know, talk to people here. And mm. I use that more often now. And I think it's just much nicer just to have that initial conversation with someone before, you know, you yeah, get straight to the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you just I think it opens up your worldview. Worldview. Yeah. Mm. Do you appreciate it now when people sort of around and ask you how your weekend was before they ask you if they can borrow something. <laughs> I'm still like, da, 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 yeah, what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> well, you appreciate the service in England. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's part of yeah, the same yeah, difference. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, don't get me wrong, there's things that annoy me here and there's things that annoy me in Poland, like the service here is amazing. Service in Poland is just, it's just terrible. But I think everyone has that. You have what, sorry, I'm just just on that. Like yeah. in Poland, if you hold the door open for someone, they'll just walk in. Yeah, and they I'll, won't say I'll just thank sit there you. with my eye twitching in rage. I'll be like, "What's wrong with you?" Yeah, Come on. but it's not in our cultures to to, course. to say anything. Of course, of and course, it's of not course. rude. It's just how we are, and I know it's strange, but of course, and that's yeah. the cultural difference. Yeah, I say yeah. it to people. I say thank you. Okay. I, do, I do as well. Yeah, but when I'm in Poland, I'm like, oh, I can't do that because that's just not. Yeah. It's like when I let somebody pass into traffic, yeah. they don't say thank you. I'll do it with the hand with the lights, like, oh, yeah, thank you, thank yeah. you. I'm exactly the same. The pettiness is... It yeah. literally, it's to the point where when I was taught how to cross the road as a little girl, hmm. I still put my hand up to say thank you if a car lets me pass, even though it's on a... doesn't matter. It's the fact like, that they've stopped. The 100% agree with you crossing. Yep. Mm. And I have priority. Mm. I still say thank you. Of course you should. Yeah. I just think it's everybody should do that because it takes two yeah. seconds. Yeah. I don't even think about it. Mm. My hand just yeah. goes up. Mm. But that's, that's what thing you I should be doing here when I moved here. I I never do that, especially not in China. You know where you just have to you know, <laughs> survive. Survive yeah. yourself. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty spicy out there. <laughs> It's time for the bitch fire round. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on Bonjour Bitch, you guys. Pleasure. Thank you. Um, It's now time for the bitch fire question round. We've already done it for Owen. So all for Lily. Yep. We'll start with questions like, for example, dog or cat? Dog. And then the more we go along, the quicker we'll go. You ready? Okay. Netflix or Prime? Netflix. Bath or shower? Shower. 
ASOS or Zara? ASOS. Sweet or savory? Sweet! Yay! <laughs> Coffee or tea? Coffee. Winter or summer? Summer. City or countryside? City. Vintage or new? New. Instagram or Twitter? Instagram. Yay! And on that note, what is your social media handle for everyone here? It's Lily Dabrowska at... No, is it? At Lily Dabrowska? How do you say it on Instagram? Are you going to give your email away? Yeah. Any questions? Zero seven. That's all I have. L-I-L-I-D-B-R-O-W-S-K-A. Perfect. And Owen, yours is? It's just Owen Pennington. Well, no, there's no app. <laughs> but I always felt funny. It's O-W-A-I-N. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us today on Bonjour Thanks for Bitch, having guys. us. Thank it was you. so much fun. Thank it was you. a pleasure fun. chatting with you. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Remember to tune in next Monday for a brand new episode and please rate and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. It really does help us out. We'll see you then. Au revoir, bitches. Au revoir, bitches.